1: Good morning, Hacks on Tap listeners. I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. We're the founders of Punchbowl News and the hosts of the new podcast, The Daily Punch.
0: The Daily Punch is about more than just the headlines.
1: We go deeper to uncover the stories unfolding inside Capitol Hill, the White House, and Washington so you can form opinions with the knowledge
0: of an insider. Today, we're here with a special presentation of this morning's episode of The Daily Punch. We hope you enjoy it. And if you'd like a daily briefing on the forces that are driving politics and policy in the world's most powerful city, be sure to subscribe to The Daily Punch on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, February 12th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one. Trump's defense lawyers take the wheel at the impeachment trial. Number two, how the Biden administration is trying to ignore it. And number three, the latest on Senate Democrats' strategy on COVID relief. All right, Jake, let's get in the mix here. Trump's defense lawyers are taking the wheel from Democrats. Obviously, they closed strong last night. Pretty powerful and convincing argument, I think a lot of people would say, even if, you know, Republicans aren't going to vote to convict Trump. A lot of people, I think, are believe that the Democrats did a good job. It's a pretty high hurdle that this Trump defense team uh, kind of has to climb here.
0: And a hurdle they're not going to reach, Anna, because the defense team has really no good arguments compared to the to the prosecution. Bruce Castor and David Schoen uh, have largely and widely been seen as subpar compared to the House Democratic impeachment managers. They're still complaining that this is not a trial. but Well, it's not a trial. No, it's an impeachment. And um, it's a political process. And and it's not like a courtroom. And uh, the House Democratic impeachment managers has put together a very, very compelling case. Case. And Castor and Schoen have to argue that, yes, everything you saw happened, happened, <laughs> right? And it's just not Donald Trump's fault. And and that's a tough argument to make. And I don't I don't really understand how they're going to make that. I mean, the House Democratic impeachment managers were super strong. Castor and Schoen are going to argue that the trial was unconstitutional and that Trump wasn't directly responsible for things that he was clearly at least in part responsible for.
1: Yeah, I think the thing that is really interesting to me, just to break it down for folks, right, if you've been watching these hearings, um, you know, you look at what Bruce Castor and David Schoen are going to do today. There's only the expectation that they're going to present for three or four hours, and then they're going to rest their case. I I think the real questions are what the opportunities are for Team Trump. I mean, they just want to wrap this up as quickly as As possible, We continually, you know, you're seeing this agitation among senators. They're tired of this, particularly on the Republican side. They don't feel like their minds have been made. There certainly are the handful plus, so five or six Senate Republicans. And if we can name them right now, Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania, Mitt Romney from Utah, Susan Collins from Maine, Lisa Murkowski from Alaska and Bill Cassidy, the surprise um, from Louisiana, who are all excited expected uh, to be in play to potentially vote to convict Trump. One of the people that I think is super interesting, uh, who has really made some surprising comments this week, though, has been Senator Tommy Tuberville, the Republican from Alabama, who very, very, very closely aligned himself with Donald Trump, a supporter of his during the 2020 election. But he basically said to a lot of the folks of the Capitol Hill press corps that he felt like the Democrats made a pretty compelling case. He'd never been a juror before, but that he was listening. And that to me was one of the rare examples where you have seen a little bit of a crack in the Republicans' uh, defense of most of them saying they're going to vote in, in mass
0: and I also want to add I was in that gaggle with Tuberville last night it was very surprising uh, with uh, Manu Raju of CNN and we kept asking Tuberville are you sure you're saying what you're saying are you really thinking about voting to convict and he said yeah listen I haven't been on a jury in 66 years maybe because I was a football coach and I was busy and I, I felt like saying to him that's not how this works football <laughs> coaches also get jury duty <laughs> but you know listen I think that uh, I think that if you're if you're looking at this case honestly and most people are not And uh, you can't come away with any other conclusion besides the fact that, yes, in fact, the, the argument that was laid out by the by the prosecution was damn strong.
1: All right, well, let's move on to the number two story of the day, which I actually think is pretty telling, which is Joe Biden, his administration. They don't want to talk about Donald Trump's impeachment. You know, it's kind of like where there's the shiny object and everybody's watching it and you're trying to just kind of pretend it doesn't exist. I- it seems to me that, and I get it. I get the strategy, right? They they want to be able to focus on what they want to focus on. They're trying to get a lot of stuff done, get their feet underneath them with a lot of problems going on in this country. But it is kind of funny, right? I mean, in Washington, that's usually one thing that everybody's talking about, and they are just plainly trying to ignore it.
0: Yeah, I would do the same thing, Anna. I mean, he has no role in this impeachment. He has no... Um, Nothing to say he had he there's literally no upside um, to uh, to talking about it for him. There's no upside. He could just keep quiet, go about his business and not get his hands dirty with this impeachment trial that is going on for too long, obviously, uh, in many people's eyes, even though it's just a week, it's going on for too long. And he said he said, I'm not in the Senate anymore. Let them handle it.
1: Yeah, it's a real sense of where he is kind of trying to differentiate himself. A lot of people are trying to pull Joe Biden into the politics of the Senate, whether it's talking about, uh, you know, how they should vote, who should do what, but he's clearly trying to say, no, I'm in the executive branch. All right. The number three story of the day, the latest on Senate Democrats strategy on COVID relief. So while this big show is going on with impeachment, obviously the business of the country continues to happen. It's been mostly happening in the House, but we have some new details about how the Senate is going to actually think about COVID relief. Uh, A little surprising to me.
0: Yeah, Senate Democrats are going to take the two trillion dollar bill that the the House passes and they're going to pass it. They're going to bring it straight to the floor. They're not going to put it through any committees. This is very risky, as you can imagine, because who would want to put a two trillion dollar bill directly on the Senate floor without any committee work? Uh, it's crazy to me. Republicans did this in twenty seventeen with Obamacare repeal. And of course, that bill did not pass.
1: It failed miserably. It was a it was a risky, risky to a tactic by a Senate then Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and it failed.
0: Yeah. And listen, I would say this. I would say that um, usually the committee process is good to vet the bill, to get people comfortable with the bill, to get it in the bloodstream of Washington, the bloodstream of Capitol Hill. But uh, that's not happening here. And and the Senate Majority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, the speaker, have a, a, a March 14th deadline to meet. And this is the only way they can meet it.
1: All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Daily Punch. New episodes are available Monday through Friday. Listen and subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your shows.